Good morning, everyone. I do hope you are safe and sound. Welcome to Ask the Expert, a daily series from 8.30am to 9am to help small businesses just like yourself. Ask any question in the comments section or use the hashtag QBATE, that's QBATE on Twitter. If you need any more advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountant and business services, uh, business experts like myself are on hand 24-7. QuickBooks also has a dedicated COVID-19 information site. Just go to the QuickBooks website, scroll down a little bit, and click on the big Learn More button under this header, support for you and your business during COVID-19. So my name is Aaron Patrick, and it's a pleasure to be with you again. I'm a chartered accountant and certified QuickBooks trainer, so don't be afraid to ask me any of those QuickBooks-related questions. I own a state-of-the-art accounting firm called Boffix, which uses the best in cloud technology available to help small businesses get the crucial real-time information they need at their fingertips. But we don't stop there. We offer support in every aspect of small business from a VoIP telephone system, Microsoft 365 subscription, to legal advice from our friends at Ferilio we have you covered. One fair and consistent monthly subscription to make sure that your small business grows while we at Boffix look after your nine to five. Boffix has recently launched a YouTube channel. So if you want any more advice and tips and drop us a sub over there, or I personally have a QuickBooks focused channel called Apple Core Productions. So why not have a look and maybe even subscribe to both. If you require county advice, payroll or MTD compliant bookkeeping services and a whole lot more, please do get in touch. We don't want small businesses to just survive, but we want them to thrive. Finally, a recent, I recently started a new QuickBooks Focus vodcast, and this goes live fortnightly on the schedule at 4 p.m. on a Tuesday. With our next episode going just not this Tuesday, but the Tuesday after. But if you search for QuickBooks Labs to find out some more, you'll find that our latest episode we, took, we tackle the summer release schedule from QuickBooks. So we get to see all those wonderful new features that's coming its way. So have a look for QuickBooks Labs, see if you can find us there, and then do make sure to comment on that video to let us know if content like that is useful. Okay, enough about me, and let's focus on today's session. As always, this session is all about you and your burning questions. If you have a question, then please use any of the social channels to get in touch. So while we wait for the first of the questions to arrive, let's talk about some issues our clients are facing. The big one lately has been the making tax digital news. Now, I know that every time I've been on lately, I've been talking about make, making tax digital, but it is an important subject to get right. So we had a recent statement. The statement says the UK government has extended making tax digital program to the UK's smallest companies to April 2022. That registered business with a taxable turnover below 85,000 will be required to follow making tax digital rules for the first return on or after April 2022. However, that registered business with a taxable turnover above the VAT threshold, 85,000 at this point in time, are now required to follow the making tax digital rules by keeping digital records and using software to submit their returns. We've got a, um, a, a quote here saying, with all that's been happening in 2020, you could be forgiven that thinking that HMRC has lost its enthusiasm for MTD, but that's not the case. MTD's program will be extended to the firms with turnover below that threshold of 85K at the start of, of 2022 financial year. And the most important bit of news is that self-employed and unincorporated landlords from income tax purposes from April 2023. So let's figure out what that means then. So first of all, from a VAT point of view, as I spoke about with MTD last time, currently, if you're 
under that £85,000 threshold. So if you're not, if you're voluntary VAT, uh, VAT registered, then as of today, no requirements for you to file under MTD. But that all changes in April 2022. So from April 2022, when you submit your VAT return to HMRC, it must be MTD compliant. And then the big change, the one that we're all kind of talking about and the one we're thinking about how that's going to affect us going forward is the self-employed business and landlords. The MTD or Making Tax Digital Initiative there is something completely new, something we've never come across before. And it's now been confirmed for April 2023 that that change comes into effect. That's anything from your local butcher, resellers, or large self-employed businesses, pretty much any business who does not currently operate under a, a limited company um, currently has an, uh, would, would have a requirement to file an MTD. So what's clear and what does that mean for you? Well, without a doubt, you'll need some form of software if you're a small business or a self-employed business. You're going to need some form of software to be able to file your taxes going forward. Or the one that I think is more kind of prevalent to people is if you have a rental business. So if you're a landlord and you rent out one of your uh, another property, at that point, you're going to be caught under the new MTD rules and you're going to have to change the way you currently submit your taxes. There's still some things that are unclear and there's still some things we're looking for clarification for. So first of all, the bridging solution that I spoke about last time I was on, the bridging solution itself is what in our opinion is something that is only there for a temporary measure. Now we've not been given a date as to how long that's been that's going to be available for, but we can't imagine that's going to be around forever. So do think about if you are using bridging solution within QuickBooks. And just to clarify, bridging is when you're filing your Excel document directly through QuickBooks. So instead of using QuickBooks as such, then do think about looking to migrate your your business to fully use QuickBooks itself. So you're not having to rely on the bridging solution. And also periods is a really weird one or something that may or may not be changing in the future. Now there's been nothing that's been official about this. Nothing that's been said is definitely going to happen, but there are some rumors out there. And if I put my tinfoil hat on, there are people talking that maybe from a self-employed point of view and a rental point of view, we might be moving to quarterly submissions as opposed to annual. If that does happen, there's all manner of questions that can happen from there. What happens with overlap periods? Is the payment going to follow the submission as well? So are you going to be required to pay quarterly as opposed to annually? These sort of questions we're still waiting for answers on. But what we do know is April 2023 isn't that far away. So whatever changes are afoot, we need to be making sure as a business that we're ready to tackle those now. So what I do urge you to do is just to think about MTD and think about how you're dealing with your bookkeeping now. Also, what's unclear is, is there any other taxes that are going to be falling under MTD soon? So we're still waiting again for news about that. But at this point in time, with the only confirmation we've got is VAT itself is currently, if you're over the 85K threshold, then you need to make sure you're compliant. If you're under the 85 threshold at this point in time, you're okay, but that's going to change in April 2022. And then the big one, self-employed and rental income is going to come under the MTD uh, jurisdiction from um, April 2023. Um, 
Uh, so the good news is, the good news about this news is that it ends the confusion for who has to file between MTD and doesn't from a VAT point of view. At the moment, it's a little bit murky and there's kind of this whole, do I need to file under MTD? Don't I have to file? Once April 2022 comes along, then it's going to be really simple. If you're a VAT registered company, you must file via MTD. Um, there's also going to be... Um, the benefits of getting digital, so pushing or forcing companies into getting digital is going to be actually quite a benefit to a lot of businesses out there. It gives you the real-time information and information you can trust as well. And it's going to mean that from your business point of view, you're going to have data there that's going to be really handy. Big advice, my big advice to you is do not delay. The smaller VAT, smaller VAT businesses may only have four or more returns to file before you need to file under MTD. And keep turning into tuning into AssetExpert when we will ensure you keep up to date on the latest going on. So keep an eye on AssetExpert. It's going to be the best place where you're going to learn all the big news and you're going to understand exactly what MTD is going to affect your business. Uh, Boffix did a video about how all these MTT changes have occurred. So if you just Google us on YouTube or whichever way to find us, you'll find a nice little video summarizing this once more. Uh, final public service announcement, though, regarding MTG, MTD. QuickBooks allows you to file via the software, but I urge you all to check to make sure that when you are filing your VAT return, that you are filing it under the MTD compliant way. So how do you know if you're filing under MTD? It's really straightforward. I have one simple test for you, and I urge you to check this next time you file your VAT return. While in QuickBooks Online, on the left-hand navigation panel, select taxes and, and then look at the top left-hand corner of your VAT screen. You should see the magic words, making tax digital enabled. That's making tax digital enabled. If you see this, then, when you're, then you're fine and compliant and two thumbs up. If not, then please refer to my recent YouTube video about how to make sure this is done or make sure you speak to one of the MTD um, experts within the community group or finally talk to the help team at QuickBooks themselves. But either way, if you don't see those words making tax digital enabled, please, please, please make sure that you do something about it. And now for the most important part of the show, we're now on to your burning questions. So first question that came in was from Kirsty on the YouTube live feed. Good morning, Aaron. And good morning, Kirsty. I've seen that year-end account state has been extended on Companies House due to COVID-19. Is this the same for corporation tax returns? That's a really great question there, Kirsty. And it's something that um, we, we, we get a lot from our clients at this moment in time. So when it comes to the extension, and just to give everyone some clarity, if you file a limited company account at the moment, if you go to Companies House, you'll notice that automatically you'll see that your period or your date that you have to file your returns has been extended by three months. So if you had to file by, say, the 30th of June, that's automatically been extended to the 30th of September. Now, that's really good news for businesses, and that gives us a bit of breathing space during this COVID world to be able to make sure that you get everything in line and make sure from a, from a compliance point of view that you've got yourself compliant when it comes to company's house. The bad news is, though, that as a limited company, you have to file more than one set of accounts. You file your abbreviated accounts to company's house, and then you have to file a set of accounts to HMRC. Now, when you file a set of accounts to HMRC, you also have to provide what's called a corporation tax return. Now, the corporation tax return itself has a deadline of 12 months. 
So even though that, or because Companies House has extended the deadline by three months, it comes in line with the corporation tax return deadline. So most people are thinking that they're fine and that's okay, and that they've got nothing to worry about. The issue is your payment for corporation tax is actually nine months and a day from your year end. So if you wait for the full 12 months before you do your corporation tax return and before you make a payment, then you're going to be late in making that payment. Now, during this current crisis, HMRC has been very accommodating for this. And if you contact them and talk to them and use the special COVID-19 telephone number and if you use quickbooks covid19 resource page you'll find it there but if you do use the number and you do talk to them they have been very accommodating in terms of giving you payment plans delayed payments and have been helpful in terms of making sure businesses don't go under during this particular time but i do urge you to think about is it necessary to use that extra three months, especially if it means that you haven't contacted HMRC beforehand and you haven't made maybe an estimation of what your corporation tax return can be? Because HMRC can turn around, they can give you penalties for late payment, and they can put also um, interest on that late payment as well. So do think about and, and do talk to an expert if you are looking to take advantage of the um, extra extra extension do think about what about my corporation tax as well because remember as a as a limited company especially as a director as a limited company it's your responsibility to make sure you're compliant from statutory matters so do make sure that you make that you are covered in terms of that thanks for your question kirsty steve from facebook messenger asks hi aaron i'm a member of the quickbook small business facebook group hello steve and welcome as well because so am I. I noticed you do video tutorials, which I find helpful. How did you get into making videos and do you have plans to continue doing them? Steve, wonderful question. One thing I do urge everyone, and this is the reason I got into them was because of COVID-19 and the fact that I couldn't get physically out to my clients as much as I could before, meaning that offering support and meaning offering that opportunity to talk and, and sort issues out and everything else was coming more and more limited. So for me, I needed to find a platform where I can make sure I can get as much information out there so that my clients were felt supported and felt like that they had someone who was looking after them during COVID-19. Now, getting into it actually was a, quite a straightforward process. One thing I would highly recommend more than anything else is making sure your audio is sorted. Once your audio is sorted, then you, everyone, most people have got a mobile phone that they can use to provide the content. And I would just start from there, get yourself comfortable with being able to provide content and be able to edit the content. And then if, if that's something that feels like it's something that's useful for you, then you can start investing more and more equipment to be able to make your content as, as productive as it possibly can be. But one thing I would say is I'm definitely going to be continuing this trend. So if there is anything that you'd like to know about QuickBooks Online, please do go over to my YouTube page at Apple Core Productions or Boffix itself has released a new YouTube page as well, where we're also covering hot topics like MTD. But yeah, I would highly recommend people having a go at it. It's really straightforward. There's loads and loads of video content out there into how to make YouTube videos. And that's exactly how I learned from myself. It was just finding other content providers, other content people telling you how to create the best videos out there, followed their advice, and hopefully we'll just continue to improve and improve and improve after every video. Great question there, Steve. Thank you for that. Clara from Twitter DM says, Morning, Aaron. Does MTD mean HMRC will need all my company VAT accounting records? Great question there, Clara. Uh, Clara, Clara sorry, apologies for mispronouncing the name originally. So 
what we're saying here is what does MTD actually mean when it comes to filing your VAT return? Now, the biggest difference we have or the biggest thing we've got to look at when it comes to MTD is that what MTD stands for is making tax digital. Now, the reason HMRC introduced it in the first place was if you think about the traditional VAT return, when you filed a VAT return to HMRC, either via paper or via their portal, you're only giving HMRC a very limited amount of information. And really from that information that's coming through, they would have to then try and look at that information and try and figure out what's best. Now, the information that's coming to HMRC um, with those limited amount of, of information means that HMRC were then having to decide if that return was right or wrong based on, say, six pieces of information, seven pieces of information. And they were just whole numbers. So for HMRC to decide if they need to go and do an investigation or an inquiry, they were really struggling in terms of what, you know, which ones to pick and which ones not to pick. And this is one of the reasons why MTD became such a, a, a sense to what HMRC were trying to do. The idea that they don't just get those big numbers at the top of a return, but they actually get the information behind those numbers. And then they can decide if maybe there's an error that's been made or there's something that needs to be looked at further. And it gives them that opportunity to look at it in more detail. So, yes, it feels like there's a bit of kind of big brother and we're looking into data a little bit more but actually from definitely from our clients point of view we've seen it actually be a little bit of a benefit to our clients because instead of having these 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 inquiries that didn't really make much sense but they were just based on you know almost like a gut feeling from HMRC now it's a case of they can see what data or how that data has been put together how that VAT return has been put together then they can actually make a decision based on that data and looking at that as to which clients or which people to look at in a little bit more detail and which ones they're more than happy with the submission they made so we are seeing that the, the moment the data that's going to them is just you know breaking down of what those numbers on the VAT return mean but we don't think it'll end there. We do feel like there's going to be more of an incentive for HMRC to get proper digital records going forward. So kind of watch this space, keep an eye on QuickBooks, ask the expert, because there will be changes, I think, in terms of what MTD means going forward. And I think there'll be more in terms of what information is sent over to HMRC. QuickBooks gives a really, really great way, in fact, of keeping digital records by giving the opportunity to take a photo of it or scan the information in and attach it to that particular item and that particular record. Well, at one point, I can assume that HMRC is going to want to have access or see that as well. That's not any time for now, but I think that's something that probably is going to more than likely happen in the future. But again, don't feel scared about it. Don't feel worried about it. It is designed to find those clients who aren't quite complying to what HMRC are trying to do. If you as a business is out there doing the best you can and looking to make sure that you file those VAT returns correctly, then you have nothing to worry about. This the whole initiative is really looking for those people who aren't looking to file the VAT returns correctly, who are looking to find a way to you know, break the system. So I think that's a, only a good thing that more data is coming their way. Great question there, Clara. Thank you. Archie from Facebook Messenger says, Hi, I'm wondering if you would know how to record a long-term deposit paid to a third party. I'm just taking on a new lease. As part of the transaction, I have to pay a rent deposit, which will be held long-term by my landlord, five years. How do I record this correctly? Great question there, Archie. And in QuickBooks, you have all the tools you need to make that possible. 
Now, the reason this is an issue here is because when it comes to statutory accounts, we have to account for that particular transaction in a particular way. Now, one thing I would highly recommend for you, Archie, here is to think about who actually needs the information more than anything else when it comes to your bookkeeping. And remember that your bookkeeping and statutory accounts can be two different things if they need to be. So from a statutory point of view, so if you're looking about it from what you're going to file to company's house, then when you put that into statutory software, you're going to want to make sure it's accounted for correctly and make sure that you've got everything all in the right place. When it comes to bookkeeping, though, the most important person who's going to see that information is yourself and anyone else who needs to make decisions about your business. So therefore, information like this is down to what makes sense for you. So don't be afraid to put in categories, to put in extra elements in there that's going to make it so that you can make sense of the numbers and you can understand how that affects you. If it's a long-term deposit paid, you're going to want to make sure it's on your balance sheet. You're going to want to make sure it's sat there in something like current liabilities so that you've got the opportunity then to be able to record it correctly. But again, when it comes to the name of the category, when it comes to how to present it in your balance sheet, then again, it's all down to what makes sense to you and your business. So if it's going to make it so that your business can, can, can make understand of it and doesn't miss it when it comes to looking at long-term calculations, then make sure it's in a category that's right for you. When it comes to filing your statutory returns or statutory accounts, then at that point, your accountant will take that information. Or if you are doing it yourself, you can take that information and you can put it into your statutory account as appropriate. So again, make sure that when you're doing bookkeeping, think about what's best for you and your business. Find out what is going to make sense for you, especially with the new cash flow planner and things like that. Make sure that you can utilize it in that way. Brilliant. Thanks for that, Archie. Um, Masson from Twitter DMS. Hello, Aaron. Forgive me as I'm a bit new to all this digital world. I got one of those letters from HMRC. I use spreadsheets for my VAT accounting. How do I switch to MTD for VAT? Do I just buy QuickBooks and upload my spreadsheet somewhere? Great question there, Masson. And, and it's one that is affecting quite a lot of businesses at the moment. Hence why we bring, bring in MTD, making tax tool, to the forefront of our Ask the Expert series from time to time. Now, making tax digital isn't something, as I've said before, to be worried about, but it is something that you do need to make sure you have software to be able to compile, uh, to be compliant. Now, QuickBooks is obviously a perfect choice for you, and it's the one I would highly recommend. But within QuickBooks, you have two choices when it comes to staying compliant. Number one is you use QuickBooks natively as it's intended to. So you connect your bank account up, you put all your transactions in and you send them all into QuickBooks as you would do. You do all your checks at a period end and then you press file within the, the taxes place um, to be able to file your MTD compliant tax return. That's option one, using QuickBooks as it's intended and filing everything via MTD. Option two, though, is if you've got quite a complex bank, a complex company, then at the moment you have the opportunity to use what's called bridging software now or bridging solution. Now, bridging solution is basically just as you've explained there. It's about having a spreadsheet outside of QuickBooks where you're still going to do all your calculations in terms of output VAT versus input VAT. Um, and then what you're going to do is you're going to have towards the end or somewhere in that spreadsheet, you're going to have a breakdown of what your VAT return looks like. Now, at that point, you can then take that spreadsheet, you can upload it to QuickBooks itself, and you could file that as an MTD compliant solution where you take on the form of MTD via bridging. Now, 
as I said at the beginning of this, although that's definitely something that can be done now, and if you do have a complex VAT scheme, I do urge you to kind of utilize this option now and make sure that you can get the most out of it and make sure more than anything, your VAT return is correct. So making sure that when you file that VAT return, you're confident that you're still filing it correctly in the MTD world as you would have done in a non-MTD TD world. But one thing I urge you to do though is don't become 100% reliant on the bridging solution. We don't know how long that's going to be around for. HMRC will definitely give us some sort of prior warning. They'll give us enough time to be able to migrate from bridging to your traditional MTD. But it is definitely something that you need to think about. And it's definitely something I would urge you as, um, as, a, as a user of QuickBooks to just think about maybe natively moving over to QuickBooks and filing it that way. There's loads of information out there. There's loads of YouTube channels. I do some myself in terms of making sure that you are doing QuickBooks correctly. And when it comes to complex VAT issues, we've also got you covered in terms of making sure that you've got the information out there. Uh, Clive on YouTube live feed says, hi, Aaron, on QuickBooks Online, there is a GRNI, that's a good receives not invoice ledger, to book in stock without post a supply bill. Are you aware, are, sorry, <laughs> there is no GRI, goods received, not invoice ledger to book in stock without a post a supply bill. Are you aware of any workarounds available? Thanks, Clive. Yeah, we've had this issue before with clients. Um, it's not the perfect issue, but what you could use look at doing is using purchase orders instead. Now, they're not technically designed to be used this way, and they're not perfect in the way that, that, that they're implemented, but it can be a way to work around it. One of the nice things and one of the things I love about QuickBooks, and one of the reasons I chose QuickBooks in the first place, was its amount of customization. And within the customization area, so if you go to company cog, accounts and settings, you have the option to change pretty much anything in, in QuickBooks, including the opportunity to change what a purchase order is called. So you can change this to a, to anything that you would like. Now, again, it's not ideal. It's, not de it's definitely not the preferred method. But as a workaround, it does work as intended. And we have implemented it for clients in the past. Now, one thing that um, I would also urge you to look at is the App Store. So on the App Store, there are lots and lots and lots of third-party apps, and some of them are designed for this particular um, option in mind. I know for myself that I've used one in Pascal Primer Seller, which has functionality just like this. And the idea then is your stock management solution is off-site, so not on QuickBooks itself. So in there, you have the ability to do much more complex stuff um, and be able to do it from there. So I would urge you just to have a look at the App Store find some things in and just see if if you can actually utilize it from there and with that i think we're coming up to the very last question so i'll do this one nice and quickly and and thanks for that clive so nathan on youtube live feed says hi Aaron. is there anything i can do to make sure i'm ready for the self-employed deadline for mtd i know it's still a fair time away but i would like to make sure i'm prepared as possible great question um um, uh, Nathan, and I think basically for you is just be prepared now. Don't leave it till April 2023. Um, QuickBooks is your best solution in terms of making sure you're compliant. So keep making sure you're using QuickBooks correctly. And then what I would do is I would make sure that you think about how QuickBooks um, can, can work for your business. So don't just think of MTD compliance as a big, bad problem. Well, think about if I'm putting information into QuickBooks, how can I best use it? So think about the cash flow planner. Think about all that real-time information you're going to get and embrace the fact that you're going into this digital world and embrace the ability that you're going to have your bookkeeping solution on your phone and everything that comes with having cloud-based technology. So one thing I would highly recommend is just make the most of 
being on the software, make the most of having that information there. And then when it comes to being compliant, you're already reaping the benefits at that point. If you have any problems though, Boffix is here to help. We make sure that if you want to, we deal with all that nine to five stuff and you just carry on doing what you do best. So whichever works for you, hope that helps for you, Nathan. Okay then, I really am out of time and I apologize for the other questions that come in. Do make sure you send those questions in again, though. Um, tomorrow, we've, we've, we'll, we'll have someone else who can answer the questions, or even on Wednesday when we've got another account on. So while I've been running the show, QuickBooks team ran a poll on Facebook Live video. Today's question has been, have you received a letter from HMRC about MTD? So the results are in, in a little drum roll, please. And 100% of you clicked on no, I don't need to file for MTD. So that's quite, quite important there, isn't it? Now, when it says 100% of you clicked on no, I don't need to file for MTD, what I'm assuming from that, and I may be wrong, is that means that you're under that 85,000 threshold at this point in time. Do remember, though, that you've only got till April 2022 to make sure that you are compliant for MTD purposes. So even though at this moment in time you don't need to file for MTD, going forward, you may have that need to. So keep an eye on it. Make sure that if you are MTD compliant, or you're, sorry, if you're VAT registered, then make sure that if required, you're MTD compliant now. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with you if you're under that 85,000 threshold to start filing that MTD now. So maybe look at making that change, change now rather than wait until your next one. And with that, then, that is my time. So, okay, last question. And now on to the end of today's session. Quick reminder, keep an eye out on some letters for HMRC for MTD. So if you have got that, do think about it um, and do think about being compliant. Um, any questions, get in touch with QuickBooks support team on Facebook or myself on the Boffix website at hello at boffix.com or my YouTube channel, Apple Core Productions or Boffix itself. Coming up on Ask the Expert tomorrow, we've got a really good one for you tomorrow. We've got Sho Aslam, who is a serial entrepreneur, multiple business owner, author, former lecturer, and an expert on small business growth and productivity. Each one of the, his concerns uses cutting edge technology to increase productivity and obliterate wasted time. Make sure to tune in tomorrow and get free advice from Shlo himself. And I must admit, he is a great uh, Ask the Expert. He's one of the ones that has really come through and been able to give extra bit of information. He really pushes and lets you think about how you can push your business. So do, do tune into that. A reminder that if you need any more advice, join the QuickBooks Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountant expert, a business expert just like myself, are on hand 24-7. So if you do have a question, put it into the group. I'm sure one of us will be able to answer for, it for you. Thank you. Stay safe. And I will see you in the next video. Bye for now.